What's up, everybody? This is Rui here on My Wife Needs a Break, the podcast. Episode 11. Thank y'all for listening. I appreciate it. This is episode 11. It's called Three Months in 30 Minutes. We've been on a hiatus for a minute with the podcast. And basically what this episode is going to be for is to just literally talk about what I've done uh, for the last, you know, three months. We're going to do it in 30 minutes. Um, Some quick things about the podcast. Um, The last like six or seven episodes I did before I took this huge break, I really enjoyed talking about my comedic influences, but I don't think that was really the point of the podcast when I started. Um, I feel like it wasn't the right length and like I'm only one guy, like I'm only one person talking. We haven't really got too deep into doing interviews and things like that. Um, so I really think we got to keep this podcast to a 30 minute time frame. So I appreciate you listening to this episode. I'm going to be talking about everything I've been doing since May 1st was the last time we posted the podcast. That was episode 10. I feel like we had hit kind of a groove of like we were doing the, you know, showcasing comedians that had influenced me in different ways. And those episodes were getting really long. And I just don't know if they were really at the core of what I wanted to to do. You know, the podcast is called My Wife Needs a Break. Um, and I feel like because it's listed as a comedy podcast, I've really been putting a lot of thought and effort into I was trying to like make it if it wasn't going to be funny, then I needed it to be about comedy. And I realize now that like Sometimes things are funny and sometimes things are interesting and sometimes, you know, things are just life and you just talk about them. And that's what I've been doing with the podcast. And that's the whole point of the podcast being called My Wife Needs a Break. It's an opportunity for me to just connect and talk and, you know, and then, you know, interact with people on social media that are listening. And, you know, all my people that, that take the time every week to, to tune in and, and listen to what I'm talking about. And I want to get back to that. So we're doing 30 minutes. So um, I hope you enjoy it. I hope it's condensed enough so that you can like, you know, go about your day and listen to this and and keep up with what I got going on and and the crazy things that are going on in my mind. But we're going to get to a tighter pod um, that's really focused on like what it was meant to be, which was things I'm thinking about sports, you know, life, random stories and like, you know, obviously stand up and what I'm doing with stand up. Um, And so, yeah, so. This is episode number 11. My wife needs a break. It's called Three Months in 30 Minutes. I really hope you enjoy it. And uh, yeah, many more podcasts to come. Sometimes you got to take a break, but we definitely didn't quit. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, At the end of the podcast, I'll tell you about dates, shows, all that stuff that I got coming up. But uh, let's get into what I've been doing for the last three months and what's been going on in life. All right, so we're going to cover three months in 30 minutes. So we're doing rapid fire. We're just going to be talking about, you know, what's been going on for the last three months. So this is everything that I I just literally got a list in front of me. I just wrote down like bullets and I just put down, you know, random things I was doing or thinking about or stuff that was interesting to me during certain months. And I'm going to talk about them very briefly. And I think at some point during other episodes, these things will get expounded upon and 
I'll talk more about him because maybe it was more of a moment than than what I'm giving it in this episode. But for me, this episode is a reset, right? It's it's to to get back to what I thought I wanted to do with the podcast before I kind of straight away to, to try to do something else with it that um, detracted a little bit from what the point was, right? So we're going to start at May. May 1st was the last podcast, um, episode 10 we had posted. And so since then, I just want to talk about things I was going through, things I was thinking about. And uh, I'm going to really just read the bullets that I wrote down. And then I'm just going to talk about them for a couple of minutes and keep on pushing through so we can get this all locked in in 30 minutes. And and y'all can go about your day if you're taking your time listening to this while you're making coffee in the morning or if you're at your desk at work and, you know, you're wasting your time listening to me instead of getting that project done. Or, you know, if, you know, you're on a, a long bus ride to work or, you know, whatever you're doing that, you know, that you can get through it in 30 minutes without feeling like, you know, like you wasted your whole day. I don't know. An hour just feels a lot longer than 30 minutes when you're listening to one random guy talk. So. Let's get into what I had down. So the month of May, first thing I wrote down was I felt addicted to social media. I did. I felt like I was really like dependent on social media. Like I really and I think it was like I don't even know if it was just social media or if it was just this idea of like validation or likes or views or things people were, you know, were saying or, or I just, I was caught up too much in it and I feel like I needed to take a break. So early in May, I took like a, a real big step back. I didn't get to the point where I didn't delete no apps. I didn't, um, you know, deactivate my accounts. I just felt like I'm a grown person. I should be able to just step away from this. And, um, I didn't really focus on like not being on it. I just took a step back. So what I really did was I limited the amount of time I was on it. I would I would turn my phone off at certain times of the day to to, to just, you know, spend time with my wife. Like this is the name of the podcast is my wife needs a break. But at the end of the day, I'm in a super close partnership with my wife, man. Like we moved to California together. It's just me and her. So that's my partner in crime. That's my partner in everything I do. So I need I need I felt like. I needed to get out of my phone and, and out of social media and really like connect, you know, and be available to her. Um, and that was really I wanted. I think part of it was I wanted to be a better husband and I really wanted to focus on that. So I, mean, I took a, a step back from social media. I think I was feeling away. And I think also, honestly, a lot of that also had to do with comedy. You know, like I had a moment early in May where I really seriously, seriously considered quitting stand up. Like I really thought about quitting, which isn't like some people that are listening to, especially if you're like my friends and you're, you're listening to this, you're like, no way. Like, how would you ever even think about doing that? Um, folks who are in, who do stand up and try to do stand up, and it's hard to, to figure out if you're doing the right thing. It's hard to figure out if it's even working and you start to doubt yourself when you, you know, you don't get, you don't get booked for gigs and things get tough, man. You, you think about, what else could I be doing with this time I'm devoting? And am I devoting my time and energy to the right thing? And I had that moment, you know, and for me, it was very brief. It was early in that month when I was going through the social media thing. And I don't know if it's just like, I think I was caring too much. Like I was posting about shows or about things comedy related and I wasn't getting the reaction or I wasn't getting the likes, you know what I mean? And, And I think that was why it really forced me to look at social media and just my relationship with my wife and what I was doing because 
you know, if I posted something on social media about me and my wife, you know, you get a whole bunch of likes and, you know, in a way I was like, oh, that feels good to have people like enjoy that part of my life. But it's like, instead of worrying about getting likes, I could make sure my wife likes me. You know what I'm saying? Like I could really focus on that. And then I post something about comedy and, you know, it might get 12 likes, which no lie, those 12 people that, that you know, those, those, those 12 people that pr- clicked like, you know, the double tap the picture or liked it or laughed at it or whatever, like the people who do it, y'all are the real ones. Y'all are probably the only ones who listen to this podcast, to be honest, like, and it means a lot to me that you support me and that's super cool. But I was letting the fact that there were a lacking in, in validation affect me. And I really thought about quitting. And it's crazy because really quickly, like when I thought about it, I verbalized that to my wife because I was getting off social media. So I was like off my phone and I wasn't, you know, I was just communicating like a human. And I looked at my wife and I was like, hey, I, I think I'm going to quit. And she's like, quit what? I'm going to quit stand up. I think I'm going to stop stand up. And she literally just looked at me like, what the fuck are you talking about, guy? Like, you're not quitting stand up. Like, shut up. Figure out when you're going to your next open mic. Stop talking about quitting. That don't make no sense. Um, and I kind of snapped out of it, but I had that moment where I really considered it. And um, I'm glad that, you know, I talked it out and that I didn't. I'm glad I didn't quit. But that was maybe the first time since like very early on that I thought about quitting. I had a couple of times. I've had a couple of times early. I mean, I've only been doing this for like three years, three years and change. I've had some times where like I've gone to some shows and. I bombed really hard and I've walked away like, dude, I need to stop. This is painful to be up here doing this. But then you have a good day and you're like, this is the best thing ever. And it's a rush and it's all those things. So that was what was going on early in May. Also early in May, um, I went on my first trip to Disneyland. My wife and I went to Disneyland for the first time. I'd never been to Disneyland Um my wife had never been to Disneyland. We'd also never been to Disney World. We've never been on a Disney cruise. Um, I didn't really grow up watching Disney movies. Like I've watched like the critical Disney, you know, the Lion Kings and the and the Aladdins, but I wasn't like, you know, just watching Disney movies all day. My wife, it, her name is Jasmine, obviously, so she you know she rocks with Disney princesses, but um I wasn't really I didn't think it was that big a deal. Um And then we went and honestly, like it was probably one of the best experiences I've ever had with my wife, man. Like it was it was amazing. I've never been to a place that had the it was the energy was crazy. And, you know, they call it, you know, the most wonderful place and all these things. And there was something special about that day. And I think it was funny because my wife embraced it from like the second we got to the gates. My wife was locked in and she was like ready to do Disney. And we went and we got our first time pins and. You know, it was it was fun because I was at the time I was really off my phone and I was off social media. So I wasn't posting about it. I was legitimately just having a good time, like and just and having a good time and running around with her. And it was um, it was super cool. And um, it probably wasn't until like halfway through the day. like We got there like eight, nine in the morning. It probably wasn't until like after lunchtime that it really clicked for me, like to let go of being like this adult for a minute and just like be a kid and have fun because that's what everyone there was doing. And I don't know if it took me walking by uh, the teacups ride, but there was two grown men and it wasn't like, and I know you like, you're thinking like Rui, like it's 2018. Don't be like this. I'm not saying two grown men, like, Oh, there was two gay guys. No, there was, there was just two friends. There was two dudes. There was two straight guys 
the girls was on the side watching them and it was funny as hell like they were sitting in these teacups spinning around and they were just enjoying things and, I, and that's when i really realized like you can't go to disneyland and try to be too cool like and you didn't have to be there with kids i thought like you know you had to be there with your kid but nah, there was so many grown-ups and um it was super cool i don't like rides i don't go on roller coasters i don't do six flags none of that um i thought my wife wasn't into it either which is crazy but she was down on a lot of roller coasters man i'll tell you what we'll talk more about roller coasters and how i feel about them but i went on a few rides that i was like yo i legitimately had anxiety and felt sick like we did the guardians of the galaxy ride which is essentially tower of terror rebranded if you ever heard of tower of terror um and it was uh it was a lot yo. it was super cool in the end but i was man my stomach was was all jacked up i was feeling all kinds of ways um but disneyland was like a great experience and um i think it was it was uh it was a big part of that month for me um to, to have that experience and it was funny because at the time i hadn't yet decided that i was going to take a break from doing the podcast so at the time i remember thinking like oh this is going to be a cool episode to talk about disney um and i think i'll have other chances um down the road to if i go back to disney to talk about it um but that first experience was super cool and i could see why people bring their kids i don't get why you bring your kids when they're like one two three years old like i get it because they get in for free but i don't get it because they're not going to remember that shit but if they're like you know seven eight nine ten like yeah i get it why you bring your kid there it makes all the sense it's some it's an amazing place um last thing i'll say about disney before i move on because we got to get this whole three months in in 30 minutes um they got all the star wars stuff now and i'm really looking forward to when they open up there's a star wars land they're opening up at disneyland and it's gonna be i think it's gonna be super dope from what i was seeing while i was there but they have like you can meet chewbacca and you can meet darth vader the darth vader line was too long so we went to meet um darth vader's grandson what's his name i can't remember dude's name from uh from star wars man kylo ren there we go kylo ren homeboy uh he was there and uh we get there and he's in character like he was giving me a hard time i got video of it i just dude was really sassing me and low-key hitting on my wife so i wasn't really with it but super cool time so disneyland we did that that was a lot of fun uh wrapping up may um we took a trip to santa monica my wife and i so this is all like during that time frame where i was like laying off of social media I started to kind of post again when I was in Santa Monica. Like this was later in the month. Um, it was like right before Memorial Day, and um, I decided I was like, "I need to chill again." So I pulled back on it. I started to post, and I was like, "Me and my wife were going. Like we went to the Santa Monica Pier, and we checked out all the all the you know all the cool rides, and we went to the Third Street Promenade, which is was super cool." Um, and we had a lot of fun in Santa Monica. And I realized I was like in my phone again, man. I'm like, here, like here I was like not enjoying the moment. And I think I just had to learn how to find balance. But um, Santa Monica was cool. We liked it. We stayed at a really nice Airbnb. Um, I enjoyed my time there. It was very interesting. Um, my wife had like the best pasta she ever had. There's this, there's this place. I'm not gonna butcher how to say it, but it's basically egg. The word is egg in Italian. Which in every, you know, in, in all languages I, I that are like Latin, I kind of, I can say it. But I'm not going to jack up the Italian way because I don't speak Italian. But um, it's in Santa Monica and it's, uh, they basically like, 
they get their pasta direct from Italy like every day type of deal. Like it's some crazy, like they only have like so many things on the menu. It's a very small place. There's only one location. And my wife swears, like she loves pasta. I don't love pasta, but she swears it's the best pasta she ever had in her life. Like, so if you're ever in Santa Monica, that's a great spot to go to. And also a spot called Hi Ho Burger. Uh, that place was very good as well. So the one thing I learned about Santa Monica that reminded me is that I don't need to go to a lot of places that are like near the water because I live in San Diego and San Diego already technically has all this stuff. So if I want to go to a pier, I could just do that within 30 minutes. I don't need to drive two hours to go see it. Although Santa Monica was cool and going to the pier was something that I feel like it's just touristy and you got to do it. And um, it was cool. So we uh, we did that. So that was a lot of fun. And then the end of May to wrap May up with a bow here. Um, Drake had a kid and Pusha T put that out there and that happened. And I'm a big Drake fan. and Everybody knows I'm a Drake fan. So I feel like there's a lot of energy coming my way. But it was kind of funny because I was off social media pretty strong. So like I didn't really get too invested or involved. I just like was listening to the music and everything. But it was very interesting to watch like Drake fire back at Pusha T and everyone think that, you know, Drake killed him and it was over. And and then he was like, nah, fam, you got a son, you know, because Kanye's a rat. Um I'll, I'll save that whole rant for another day, but Kanye's a rat. Kanye told Pusha all the secrets. It's real shady business. Um, if you got time, check out Joe Budden's podcast. Joe Budden breaks down the whole Kanye Drake thing very, very, very well. So that was the end of that month, man. Um, and it was also at the end of that month, it was looking like Cleveland wasn't going to go to the finals with, with LeBron. And then uh, all my Boston fans, that was the only thing I did on Twitter real heavy was I monitored how my Celtics fans, all those, all my friends who cheer for the Celtics, I was watching y'all and I was waiting. And some of y'all texted me way too soon, talking a whole gang of shit about how the Celtics was going to the finals and whoop-de-whoop and all this. And I kept telling y'all, yo, talk to me after game seven. And y'all was like, there ain't gonna be no game seven. There ain't gonna be no game seven. We all know how it ended up now, but that was what was going on in May too, is that y'all was texting me and acting crazy, so... You know, now you don't got to worry about that. We'll get to that in later months. But that was what else was going on. Uh, June. June. Uh, in June, I was trying to diet and lose weight. Still trying to do that. Still trying to figure out how to be consistent with the physical activity portion of it and the dieting portion. Um, my wife and I, in the beginning of June, um, we started doing keto. So we did the keto I think it's keto. Some people say uh, like keto. I'm like, it's ke- I thought it was keto. I don't know. Everybody always got like, this is, I can't, man. Like vegans and these diets. And I was doing that diet because I wanted to stay off the carbs, really. That was really what it was. And like, I'm just tired. I'm starting to write a bit about it, but I'm just like, I'm tired of people who are like, ve- like if you're vegan, cool. I get it. Plant-based, I think is generally speaking, is probably better for you. We probably shouldn't be eating other animals. Maybe, I don't know. But I don't like when people who are vegans try to do this thing where they like they act like people who they act like people who are religious. Right. Where like they they do the thing where they tell you this is why I prescribe to this feeling or thing. Right. So I'll tell you, I don't eat meat because of, you know, I don't want to hurt animals or, you know, and they try to act like they're not shaming you, but they're shaming you. You know what I'm saying? It's like religious people when they tell you like. You know, like they don't want to push religion on you, but this is why it's so important to them, which is basically to be like, you're fucking up because you're not doing this thing I'm doing. 
and vegans do that shit and um i don't like it it's like stop trying to shame me with the you know the 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 way animals are treated and we shouldn't eat these like cool like if you want to be more healthy and you don't and you don't want to hurt animals cool i'm just not with the like people acting holier than thou because they took a stance on you don't eat animals but you're going to eat all the vegetables that some migrant worker picked with his bare hands like you care about you care about if these pigs get treated well or these chickens get treated well but you don't care if if Jose and Manuel and Manuel and and friggin Maria if their fingers hurt cuz they got to pick strawberries because you want to have a plant plant-based diet you ain't worried about the tomato industry in our country you ain't worried about avocados like shut the fuck up you know what I mean like I don't like when people act more they act all holier than thou like I get it. You don't want to eat meat. That's cool. But like, stop push, stop pressing me like you some like great person because you don't eat meat. There's probably other things that are messed up that you're contributing to that terrible activity by doing like that's how the world, the world's built on messed up things. I'm saying that's why sometimes you got to eat a burger. Sometimes you got to laugh when you want to cry. And, you know, sometimes you got to be stop being so soft is what I'm saying. But so that's a little rant because we were dieting. And uh, but I do agree, though, the plant base is important. I should probably eat less red meat. That's a fact, you know. So we were trying to diet and lose weight, and we were doing pretty good. At the time, I was still staying off social media pretty strong. In early June, I wasn't really sticking to it too much. Um, and uh, we had a good thing happen early in that month, which which was I got accepted to my first comedy festival um, ever. And I had applied for a couple of different comedy festivals that I, won't, I don't need to name all of them, but I'd never been accepted. Um, and I also felt like I never had good enough like tape. I never had good enough footage. And now I did have good enough footage because I had a lot of footage from my uh, San Diego's Funniest Person contest. I, I had enough clips that I thought could show that I'm funny enough. And um, I got accepted to the Burbank Comedy Festival. And so at the end of the podcast today on this episode, I'll talk about everything I got coming up. But I got accepted to that festival and that kind of reinvigorated me. And it kind of reminded me like when my wife told me in May not to quit comedy, it all kind of came together, which was good. So I got accepted to that festival. And then also in June, I found out that I was going to get booked on a show at the Ice House in Pasadena that um, I had a show get canceled like months and months ago. And I thought I'd never get booked back on that show. And um, shout out to Dave McNary. He, he booked me back on his show and I'll be there in August. So that was really cool, too. So some good comedy stuff uh, early in June. Um, another thing that happened in June, the Cavs got swept. So I had to deal with that. The LeBron hate and the, it was real, you know, and I, and I respect it because Katie and those boys got it done. But. Man, I've never screamed in my TV so loud as when J.R. Smith forgot what the score was. Like, I mean, I was bugging. LeBron had like, you know, 40 some points. And I was like, I can't believe they're going to steal game one. And they're at least not going to get swept. And, you know, Bron's not going to get clowned for, for getting swept. And then they lost the game and J.R. Smith and all of that, you know, and they got swept. And then the only thing I didn't like about when they got swept, I love LeBron. LeBron's my guy. I've been I've been rocking with LeBron for a minute. A lot of people be like, "Oh, wop wop, wop you're you know fair weather fan." Blah blah blah. Like, get out of my face. I never had a team I liked. I grew up in New England. I never liked the Celtics. None of us liked the Celtics in the early '90s. I know like five of us who liked the Celtics. Stop lying. You all liked the Bulls. We all wanted Jordans. Like, shut the fuck up. You all lying. You all forgot. You know what I'm saying? Unless you had a parent. My parents were immigrants. We didn't care about sports in America, dude. Like. But if you was from America, like, and your family was from America, yeah, your dad or your mom liked the Celtics, or they liked the Knicks, or they liked whoever, and you you liked that team because they liked that team. But most of us weren't like that. So when I was a kid, I liked Shaq, and I cheered for Shaq literally to the, the day Shaq retired. And, you know, in the early 2000s, 
when Bron was coming up in high school, I really thought like I was like, yo, this dude's I like this guy. And I started cheering for Bron early on. And um, you know, through him losing, you know, finals and all that. And I was always a LeBron guy, so I still hope Bron wins. And when LeBron retires, I'll probably find some other player that I like that I want to root for now too. So, you know, that happened and people was bugging out. So I would have talked about that on the pod if I still had it going at the time. Um to kind of wash away the Cavs, the Cavs getting swept. Um, and that annoying part of my month, um, my wife turned 30, which was super cool. Um, and I've been doing a joke recently where I talk about how my wife had a million cakes. And that's because it's a fact. She had like two different custom cakes for her birthday. She had a birthday cake at her job. She had an after like work happy hour thing with her, with her coworkers and had a cake. Um, and she had multiple cakes subsequently, you know, and my wife did it big for her 30th. And, um, so that was a lot of fun. Um, during that time frame, and I started to slowly get back on social media right around that time. We were gearing up to go away on vacation, and so then we went away on vacation. Um, we went to um, we went on a cruise, and we stopped in uh, Jamaica. We stopped in the Cayman Islands, and we stopped in Mexico, and it was dope. And if you're my friend on social media, if you follow me, you know that at that point in time, I was back on social media. I was basically like it was it was like. I was back to my old ways because I had already paid for the internet like way in advance. Like we had already paid for the internet. So I was like, yo, if, if my internet I paid for is really only social media. So I'm like, I'm not about to waste this internet that I got. So I was posting, I was posting heavy. I was posting, man, I was out there and I had been dieting. So when we first got on the, on the ship, I thought I looked skinny. So man, I was taking photos and like, I was wearing tank tops and shit. My arms was out, I was getting tan. Like pff, I was all the way on my DJ Khaled. My back was hairy, it was crazy. Um, we had a lot of fun and that trip was that trip was a lot of fun. I'll probably do an episode where I talk a little bit about um, cruises and just like my wife loves them. And um, a lot of people always question why we go on so many cruises. So I want to talk about that vacations and stuff, too. But we had a great time. Uh, if you ever get a chance to go on um, the Carnival Vista, highly recommended um, the cruise director on there, Matt. He's the man, guy super chill. The cruise directors on carnival ships really make a big difference. So um, we had a great time, but I got back on social media. So that was a thing. On the uh, plane ride back home, we went to, we flew from Miami after our um, cruise. We flew up to Boston so we can go back to New England for the 4th of July. Um, on that plane ride, I got to listen to Scorpion because Scorpion had dropped. So I listen to I listen to Scorpion straight through, and like every Drake project, I usually you know I said I'm a big Drake fan, but with every Drake project, I usually don't like it at first. That happens to me with every Drake. I have a couple of songs that I usually like that aren't going to be the ones that are big hits, and then the other cuts start to grow on me, and that's kind of what happened. Like we were you know we flew back, I had plenty of time to listen, and the car ride to Rhode Island, I was really listening to it, and eventually the Drake the Scorpion grew on me, but. All I saw was on social media, people were saying it was trash. Like, people were like, oh, it's garbage, like, blase, blase. So I was reading a lot of that, you know. And then I was hearing, obviously, people who were putting fire emojis when they heard, like, half a song, you know. But I was really focused on, you know, being on my vacation. And also because my internet was only for, like, social media, I couldn't get on my Apple Music to download it anyway. So it didn't really matter. Uh, but, yeah, that that dropped right when we got to Rhode Island. So I was listening to that. Um, and then when we were in Rhode Island, it was great. We, we were home for the 4th of July. I was only home for like four days. So apologize if I didn't get to see everybody. But um, we went back to Rhode Island and I got recharged on the comedy tip, like got really recharged. Like we were in town for four days. I did two shows um, 
on Sunday, I was at the Comedy Connection. When like the Sunday I got back, I was in the Comedy Connection. Shout outs to my 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 friend and mentor Brian Bowden for uh, putting me on that Sunday showcase, and we had fun. Um, it was a good show, and I kind of got my feet back under me a little bit, and it was a lot of fun. And then the next day, um, which technically was like July second or first or second, uh, it was the second, and uh, so I guess we're bleeding now June and July into together, which is cool because we only got a few more minutes left on the pod, so. We're on, we're on schedule to get out of here with, with the three months and 30 minutes thing. Um, we uh, we did a show in Fall River, and I really want to thank uh, Rob Green um, and Andrew Williams at Raffle House. Um, they had me on the show in Fall River, and they let me go, like, towards the end of the show, and Rob was kind of like, yeah, you could do, like, 10 to 15 and do whatever you want, kind of. And um, I had a great time, and I had a really good set, and it just felt good, and I did like some material in different orders and I've done them before and things were really hitting and it was a fun show. And I just want to say thanks to them because that was really a good way to get my confidence back up a little bit. And it really got me going in the right direction. Um, When I was in the green room at the first show, I was talking about LeBron had uh, announced he was going to the Lakers. And so at that point, I really wanted to just go on stage and just talk about LeBron going to the Lakers. But I didn't have time for that. So Bron's going to the Lakers. My thoughts on LeBron going to the Lakers is I'm glad I still live in California. I'm glad I still live in San Diego. Um, and I hope that for the next year, I'm still living in San Diego so that I can get to L.A., go to Staples and go to some games. So if you live in L.A. or in the L.A. area and you want to go with me to check out Bron at a Lakers game and sit in some nosebleeds and pay a lot of money to go, um, I'm in. So holla at your boy. Uh, to wrap up what was going on in the last uh, the rest of, of July. Um we went to Atlanta very quickly. My aunt Dora got married, and I just want to shout out love and, and, and marriage. And a lot of people knock weddings and marriage, but if you see me do stand-up, you know, I usually talk very favorably of weddings. I think weddings are cool. Um, they cost a lot of money, and they can be kind of dumb in some aspects, but there's a lot of love in the room. And if it's your day, like, it's fun to party and have everyone kind of, like, celebrate your love. So um, we had a lot of fun in Atlanta. Um, my new uncle, uh, Tony, uh, his family is lit. We had a great time. It was so much fun. Um, I love I love West Indian people and people who and they just they turned up and it was it was a lot of fun. We had a great time. Um, while we were in Atlanta, I was already starting to really get really get hooked on the in my feelings with the Drake with the Kiki. Do you love me? And that was before the Shiggy thing happened. So like my wife had already had to deal with me. Keep I kept playing that record, and I was like, Yo, this is mad catchy. Yo, like just when it drops. And then literally, like, the day we were flying back home, like, the Shiggy thing came out. And I was like, yo, this is about to be a problem. And so if I was back on social media at that time, and I was definitely, I kept on playing that in my feelings. And I probably got annoying as hell to some of y'all, but that was a lot of fun for me. So um, that was super cool. Um, It got played out quick, but it was kind of cool to see Shiggy because, to me, Shiggy's somebody who, on Instagram... Um, he's himself, man, and he don't he he does what he does, and he's to me he's a very funny character, and I think he gets like knocked like for you know I don't know people don't think he's like a real he he's a funny character like he's an actor he's not like a stand up comedian but I find him very funny and I'm glad he had that look and I'm glad that you know him and Drake went number one with that record and it was cool, um, and so yeah to end to end up the month of July like we came back to California I had I got back to work um, I started pulling back into social media. Not posting a ton. I kind of started to pull back on like just certain posts, but I was getting back on my Insta stories. I'm trying to get back into Snapchat. I feel like I got a lot of friends on Snapchat that I don't connect with as much anymore. So I'm trying to get back on Snap. 
But yeah, I've been pulling back into social media, but trying to be wise about it and not overdo it. Just like now I'm getting back into the podcast, not trying to overdo it. Um, my wife and I are trying to do more things in San Diego. San Diego is a beautiful place. If you ever want to go on vacation to California and you're going to like L.A. because like, that's like a place to go. You know, if you're coming to L.A., like take the ride, come down to San Diego. San Diego is beautiful. There's a lot of cool things to do here. So my wife and I have been spending the weekends doing a lot of fun stuff in San Diego. My wife picked up uh, doing secret shopping. So my wife and I now do secret shopping. I won't name the locations where we go in case for some reason somebody at one of these places, you know what I'm saying, be, be listening to me. But my wife, it's cool. We get to go eat a lot of meals for free because they cover it. And all you got to do is do your little survey at the end. So it's been really cool. Um, but we're trying to do more stuff in San Diego. And that's a way like the secret shopping gets us to locations that we never planned to go um, to before. Um, yeah. And overall, to end up, man, we're about to, we got like 30 seconds left to be right at a half hour for this portion. And um, I'm, I'm just trying to be better and, and I'm a work in progress. But we're trying to like, you know, trying to make the podcast better and trying to make everything better. And um I think it's, it's, it's appropriate that we're back to the podcast and back to doing things because I'm getting ready to celebrate uh, my 10 year anniversary of dating, of dating my wife. You know, like we've been married for three years, but we've been together for 10, you know, in a solid 10, no breaks, no splits, none of that. 10 years straight. I'm 30 years old. I've been with my wife for a third of my life and um, it's super cool. And so we're really excited. And in future podcasts, we'll talk about like, you know, our anniversaries in like in a week. So we'll talk about what we did and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, that's 30 minutes right there. A little over 30 minutes, 10 seconds. Um, Obviously, on the pod, it'll be a little bit longer because I'm going to have the wrap up portion right now. We had the intro portion, but the goal is to keep it 30 minutes, you know, 30, 35 ish. If you count the intro and the outro. Um, But yeah, that's that's been my three months in 30 minutes right here on my wife needs a break so we're gonna wrap things up now and let y'all get on with the rest of your day cool so i just want to say thank you for listening to episode 11 here on my wife needs a break um means a lot for me to have uh, y'all checking back in and, and listening um one thing i do want to talk about real quick is uh give you an update on some upcoming shows because i want to make sure that if you're interested and you're in the area, you can check them out. So got a few shows coming up in Southern California. Um, like I mentioned during uh, the podcast here, I'm going to be in the Burbank Comedy Festival. So you can catch me um, August 13th, which is a Monday. I'm going to be on the uh, Gordon Birch patio show, which is happening at Gordon Birch Brewery. That's in Burbank. Uh, that's a four, four o'clock showtime. Tickets are free to that one. I'm also going to be um, in Burbank on the 14th of August um, at Flappers Comedy Club. I'm in the YooHoo room. Um, that show is called Comedy Con Queso. Showtime is 9:30 for that one, and tickets are $15. Um, and then the last show I'm going to be on for the Burbank Comedy Festival is the Late Night Wednesday Headliners, which is on August 15th. That's going to be a late show. It's going to be 11 p.m. Um, that's happening in the Flappers Comedy Club in the main room. Tickets for that one are 20 bucks, all right? So that's a late one. And then August 19th, which is a Sunday, I'm going to be at the Ice House in Pasadena. I'm going to be on stage two for Dave McNary's All-Star Variety Show. That one's an early show. Doors open at 6. Showtime is at 7 p.m. Tickets are going to be $7.50 at the door, all right? Um, and the last show that I want to p- promote is, is uh, over a month away, but just to give you a heads up. 
Um, San Diego's Funniest Person Contest, the one I was in the finals for last year, is starting up again because it takes that long. There's so many comedians. September 17th, first round. That's going to be my show. Monday, September 17th. That's doors at 7 p.m. Showtime's at 8 p.m. Audience is a big part of the vote. 75% of the vote. The other 25% is the judges. So those are the next five shows that I have booked currently. If you'd like to book me on anything or um, connect with me, you can email me at RuiComedy at gmail.com. If you want to get ticket information for any of the shows that I just mentioned, you just got to go to RuiComedy.com. Click on the show's link and boom, you'll be there. All right. So another thing I want to do as we wrap up uh, this episode um, real quick is... Uh, we're still doing the playlist. Um, we're still we're still doing the playlist. If you listen on the Anchor app, um, there'll be one song at the beginning of the podcast from the playlist, one song at the end of the podcast from the playlist. But then you can always find the playlist on Apple Music. Um, we're not going to keep adding to the previous playlist. I'm basically going to treat them kind of like seasons um, just so we can keep them kind of fresh. And so for, if you've never listened to any of the playlists I have on Apple Music, um, really it's just um, kind of a compilation of songs I'm listening to at the moment kind of just capture the vibe of what i'm you know currently into and currently listening to so uh it's in apple music if you go to my website ruicomedy.com it's right on the home page you can click on the link it'll take you to the apple music playlist um but the playlist is called my wife needs a break playlist uh, and it's uh under season two for the new one so we got 11 songs on there so i'm gonna give you a quick rundown just so you know what's on the playlist not gonna get too deep into it but uh we got some dj khaled his new record no brainers on there I uh, got a Fabulous and Ty Dolla Sign record. Got two Travis Scott records. Travis Scott's album just dropped before I recorded the podcast. And I got two records on there that I already love. Uh, Sicko Mode um, featuring Drake and a couple other people. And uh, Wake Up featuring The Weeknd. Both fire off of there. Also got Ape Shit by uh, Beyonce and Hove, The Carters. Uh, got the Tiger song with, with Offset Taste. That's a, that's a fire record. Uh, Chance the Rapper, I Might Need Security. I just love the sample, the Jamie Foxx sample. It's crazy. I uh, got a Wale record on there. A uh, little Tory Lanez, Rich the Kid. Got a Jeremiah and Ty Dolla Sign record called The Light. Um, and then I got Dangerous, which is Jeremiah and PNB Rock featured on that Meek Mill record. So it's 11 songs, it's 42 minutes. So if you check out the playlist and you're into music, um, you know, music's a big part of my life. So things that I'm playing at the moment, I'm just going to throw up on the playlist and uh hope y'all enjoy it so that's it we're a little over the 30 minutes because we had the the beginning and the end of the podcast but um the meat and the potatoes is 30 minutes so hope y'all enjoy it uh we'll be back with another episode soon again it's my wife needs a break the podcast is episode number 11 it's called three months in 30 minutes hope y'all enjoy it make sure you check me out um ruicomedy.com and follow me on social media on everything my name is just at Rui Montia. It's real easy to find me. Um, and y'all have a great day. Enjoy your day or night or uh, whenever you're listening to this, you know, because you could do that at your own free will. So my wife needs a break. The podcast. I'm Rui and I am out. Peace. <laughs>